Violence, screaming obscenities, heated arguments, angry crowds, roller derby? Nah. Election season. And your voice of calm is truthnewsnet.org. Well, it's about time to get Mr. Baker on the phone. Mr. Baker. Yes. You are live on the air at TNN. That was quick. No prelude at all. Just right into it. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about inflation looming and all those kind of things. What a perfect time to talk about. I don't have enough money. So we called you to see if you had a buck or two we could borrow. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I did before I got to D.C. <laughs> it's kind of expensive there, isn't it? Everything is twice as much money here. I, I, I have never understood. I've been there many times. And I've never understood what it's almost like, hey, we're in the U.S. Capitol. That means we can charge more for everything. And, and I'm, I'm talking about even at the grocery store, I, I have to go, you know, get supplies. Fortunately, our Airbnb is only a block away from the uh, uh, Safeway. And I just stand there amazed in the aisles and looking at the prices uh, compared to back home in North Carolina. Well, uh, I, I don't know what it is in North Carolina, but I know that here in uh, your hometown, it's uh, it's pretty bad, even in the yeah, South. Yeah, it's bad everywhere. It's bad everywhere. Well, it's let's worse, sec- let's segue right into uh, the 900-pound gorilla in your world right now. We got five Oath Keepers that are in federal district court in Washington, D.C., and the probably, without question, the most liberal federal court in America, and they're being That's tried right. for being patriots, real patriots. So they're five. And and please explain for our listeners how in the heck can you try five people at one time, and they all have different well, attorneys. It's very difficult, and it's very confusing at time, and it also takes a long time. That's why this trial is going to last anywhere from six to eight weeks. And we are in day 10 right now Wow! because every single, yeah, every single witness that the prosecution, the government brings to the stand, every single attorney representing the five clients has an opportunity at cross-examination. Oh, so give us, give us, give us an idea. Um, so, so one guy comes up, asks the questions gets the answers, the prosecutor, and then when he's right. finished, each of the five attorneys get to take their shot at that witness. Typically, h- how long does one of those little sessions by one of those five attorneys, how long does it last? Most of the time, the uh, particular witness is dealing with the case of one of the uh, uh, defendants. Okay. And so that particular defendant's attorney can take as long as necessary. Uh, some of these uh, cross-examinations can take a couple of hours. Some of them will take a day. And then it's just a matter of how often that person re- uh, refers to one of the other defendants because of their interactions as Oath Keepers, uh, their, their conversations, their interactions here in D.C. while they were uh, uh, here for January 6th. So then those additional attorneys have the opportunity to come up and uh, cross-examine as well. And usually those are a little bit shorter. I got it. 
Well, let, let, let's just let's just tell the people what is the consensus of what these five are being charged for doing wrong. Well, the biggest charge against all of them, of course, is their uh, seditious conspiracy charge, which is a very rare and very difficult uh, charge to defend against. Because Dan, it's a thought crime. Yeah. They can come to D.C., perform all of their activities completely legally, and yet be judged or be prosecuted on what they believed that the intent or state of mind was while they were here. Even though they didn't follow through necessarily with any of their bombastic rhetoric or their uh, you know bravado, these guys are mostly ex-military. They've got very salty language. They talk like military guys. They refer to everything in military terms, military acronyms. And unfortunately, that's what's being used against them. Because at the end of the day, once they cross the river from Virginia, they behaved legally in D.C. So this was all based upon what was being said and was being monitored prior to January 6th, this group of people were going to do really bad things on January 6th that were going to be illegal, but they didn't do any of them. Yeah, but that was the allegation. Yeah. That, that they intended to do illegal things. And but, of course, what the defense is trying to show is that they were absolutely not going to do illegal things and that they were only going to act with the weapons that they had stored in Virginia if the president, President Trump at the time, had declared and evoked the Insurrection Act, which President Trump did not do. Therefore, they did not act. <laughs> so so that didn't play into the far left. They're going to storm the Capitol and break it down or whatever. Uh, none of that happened. That's correct. In fact, one of the redirects today uh, is of an FBI agent who attempted to show all of the nefarious things that they were accused of planning. But the thing that she purposely and that the government purposely left out of their presentation was all of the additional chats and messages and planning that were on the schedule for the Oath Keepers in terms of the private personal protection that they were pro providing for VIPs here in D.C. on the 5th and the 6th. And so obviously the defense has been, in their cross-examination, getting the FBI and getting the government to admit that they had uh, security uh, operations planned for the entire time they were here. They were they were booked all day long on security details. Now, obviously, a lot of those events didn't happen because of, you know, the melee that happened that day that nobody expected. Sure. So some of those events that they were to provide security for were interrupted by the, uh, the rioting that took place. I was asked previously before today's show to ask you, are there any other Oath Keepers that were charged but cut deals or the charges were dropped or whatever. Are there any others other than these five? Yes, there have been quite a few. First of all, there's at least one other Oath Keeper trial taking place after this one, which another five or six of the Oath Keepers who have not taken plea deals will be 
uh, tried when this particular trial is over. But before any of these began, there was probably, I think at this point, three or four Oath Keepers who have accepted, ex uh, accepted plea deals and that ha they have char are rather uh, uh, pled guilty to seditious conspiracy in exchange for their, their testimony against the other Oath Keepers. And we have not yet heard any of those guys on the stand, although we expect one of the first of them uh, to take the stand today. I think the audience needs to understand when there is a federal criminal trial going on, typically unless the perpetrator or the alleged perpetrator has done something really, really nasty, anytime the federal government cuts a deal, somebody pleads to something to keep from being tried, the fundamental thing that has to happen in every one of those plea deals is that the defendant pleads guilty. And then there's yes. a deal cut that they don't have to serve this much time or any time at all. But they never, they never give up. They never say they were ever wrong, the federal investigators, the FBI. That's correct. So yeah, and these uh, guys, these guys who have pled guilty already and taken a plea deal, have also now been spending days with the prosecution team being coached on what they're going to present on the stand. And unfortunately, the defense teams have no ideas what those testimonies are going to be. So are those, are those people testifying already, or is this something that will come later? Uh, we expect the first one today. Wow. Well, will you give us an update uh, tomorrow if something absolutely. big comes out of it? Yeah, we'll we'll break yeah, in, we'll absolutely. break into our programming. So, give us kind of a summary of where we stand in the big scheme of things. That the idea is to present a conspiracy of people. This group, Oath Keepers, yes. planned Correct. to do all of these evil acts on all those people in the government and basically overthrow the government that day. With that being the top on top of everything, the cloud over everything, what has happened in that regard to possibly get to that conclusion? Well, unfortunately, as I said before, these guys have had some pretty bas uh, bombastic language. Most of them, not all of them. But in, in those chats, those message boards, their conference calls, their go-to-meeting sessions that they've had, the government has been able to harvest a lot of this inflammatory rhetoric to use against them to prove or try to prove conspiracy against the government. What is not being reported by the mainstream press, and this is incredibly frustrating to me, Dan, because I'm sitting in the media room with these press guys that you guys are seeing on TV every night if you watch NBC, CBS, ABC, and the like, CNN. They're sitting right there in that room with me. And then the defense has been incredibly successful at breaking down and actually getting most of these witnesses to admit that while here, they never followed through. But those mainstream press sources are not including that in their stories. I read through, well, just for instance, Yesterday, the defense had an incredibly successful day at dismantling the testimony of a particular FBI special agent. 
that's been on the stand for almost three days now. And as a result of their success, and even the actual reactions inside the media room from the mainstream press that were aghast at some of the confessions that this FBI agent made, open and emotional reactions in the media room. I couldn't wait to read their articles last night and this morning. And I just, I, my blood just boils, Dan. I bet. Because when I read, when I read these articles, what they refuse to report to the American people, what they leave out, it's the typical lies of omission. Oh, they provide the quotes that are said, but they don't provide the context in which these quotes were made. Give us an example of one such thing, if you can. Well, yeah, yes, yesterday, under cross-examination, the FBI agent was forced to admit that this group of people, or these defendants, made no such efforts on the day of January 6th to either incite or to perpetrate an insurrection. And when that confession was made by the FBI, or that, that admission, rather, the this room of reporters just went, you know, and, and we all looked at each other. And then... She then followed up that statement by saying, but we do believe, and I, I swear she said this, that they were going to actually commit violence the next day on January 7th. But the problem with that was, is that she had already presented in her testimony that with video, of the Oath Keepers checking out of their hotel rooms and loading up their cars the morning of the 7th and leaving and heading back home to wherever they arrived from. It was a direct contradiction to her own testimony. Was that covered by any of these media guys? Not one. Not a single one. So, Steve, let me ask you this. You're you're in this thing like I am. You're an, you're an investigative reporter. I investigate probably 10 hours a day myself to try to get answers for things and big questions that are out there. So in that context, do you get any sense that there is any kind of intent in the trial of these five and the ones that will be coming up after these? Is there any real intent to get to the truth? Because obviously the mainstream media doesn't want to get there. They're leaving out these critical pieces that the American public will never know unless of course they're listening to TNN Live today. Um, is there an is there an intention? Do you sense that that's what the government's trying to do, regardless of the truth? Well, the, the prosecution is not going to produce uh, present the truth. Ostensibly, they should be looking for nothing but the truth. They should not be at odds with the truth. But here's what happened, and this happened under cross examination this morning. They replayed for the FBI agent that I've been talking about some chat signals that she presented a couple of days ago, which once again only presents the inflammatory language. What the government did not do was show the rest of that exact same series of chats where they go into specifically talking about the security operations 
about their individuals that they were going to be providing security for that would have taken them all day to do so with additional encouragement from their leader to say, hey, guys, don't stay out too late on uh, Tuesday night because you've got a big day. You've got a lot of work ahead of you tomorrow on these security operations. Well, the government didn't show the rest of those texts, but of course the defense attorneys did this morning. That was my next question. Have they had the opportunity to rebut those statements? Uh, are you talking about rebuttal from the government or rebuttal from the, uh, no, the defense, defense. team rebutting what the uh, prosecution yes. presented. Oh, absolutely. They're doing a great job. As I said yesterday, they had an amazing day for the defense. But so, you would never get a sense of that by reading a single article from the MSM. So when the, that happened in in the courtroom today, when that defense attorney got up and presented that stuff, what were the reactions in the media room? Absolutely nothing. So you don't think and you, and you, you don't think you won't see, you won't see it tonight? Yeah, I was going to say you don't think you'll see it. <laughs> no, they haven't done it yet. Not they've not done it one time yet. Oh my gosh, it's just absolutely mind-boggling and maddening. And I, I, I am sitting next to a uh, uh, friendly soul, let's say, from the Epoch Times Yes. in the media room. And uh, we look over each other knowingly when these things happen that we'll never see it. And I said something to the effect, I said, I feel like when I come in here every day, I'm walking behind enemy lines. It shouldn't be that way, but sadly it is. Everybody has a purpose and it's been so obvious. You remember up until, I guess, halfway through the Trump administration, the mainstream media would deny they had any dog in the hunt and that they were, right. you know, c- couching their reporting based on political perspective. And then they finally just came out and said, okay, we're exposed. We're in the tank. You guys just deal with it. And it's been that way ever since. Yes. But there was, if there was just one of them who would report everything that happens in that trial, I would be the first to share, post, uh, give credit where credit is due. And Dan, I can't find them. There have been a few from mainstream media that have finally said we've had enough and they changed, they've moved over, they're, right. they're, they're, they're telling the truth. There aren't very many of those people. I want to thank you for what you're doing um, we're kindred brothers and, uh, we relate a lot in a lot of things, but I, I don't think I could have the guts to go to DC and sit in that federal courtroom and watch this. I would have to stand up and say, Hey, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I'd be thrown out already. I don't see how you do actually, it. <laughs> actually, one of the attorneys this morning, I, I uh, passed him on the way to the uh, courtroom uh, cafe this morning. And he was one of the ones yesterday who gave a brilliant cross-examination, a couple of hours long. And he just really dismantled the presentation that this FBI agent had presented. And I congratulated him. And he said to me this morning, he said, I really have felt like walking into the media room and just walking up in front of everybody and say, are you guys seeing the same trial I'm seeing? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's their job, Steve. That's what they do. Yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with the truth. Well, look, we're going to, we're going to load this uh, conversation you and I have had. 
It'll be up on our website for people to sign in and get later on. That's truthnewsnet.org, truthnewsnet.org, and it will be listed as a separate story. Steve, on your media, tell everybody, how can they access this? And we will send you this, and of course you'll post it. But all of the other details that you've been posting on a daily basis, giving up to the minute details of each day of this trial. How do they get to it? Yeah. I am literally doing what we call a tweet storm on Twitter all day long. I am just as fast and furious as I can type. I'm relaying everything that's happening inside the courtroom. And now I've just started doing a compendium of that, of all of my tweets and publishing that on our locals page. And that's, uh, well, the, uh, the Twitter handle is, is at TPC for USA at TPC, the number four USA. And if you don't have a Twitter account, then you can go get a free account on our locals community. And that is the pragmatic constitutionalist dot locals.com. The pragmatic constitutionalist dot locals.com. And of course, if they go there, they can get a whole lot of other information. It's a great place to go to keep up on pretty much everything happened in the world of politics. Steve Baker, you're my hero. I thank you for sharing your expertise and your findings. And please, if you get something really nasty or ugly or very important, please call us. We'll break in and bring it to everybody live. We'll do that. Thank you, Dan. Be safe. I will. Back to the courtroom. All right, buddy. Steve Baker, who is doing the deal As a reporter, that's what you do. You go find facts, and then you present them to those people that listen to you and read your stuff. There's so much more going on there than we even know about. None of the stuff that he's talking about that in these testimonies uh, are being revealed in mainstream media, and that's just sad. That's just sad. Now, I I forgot to ask him. I was going to ask him if uh, Newsmax and Fox had reporters in on these trials in the media room. I would suspect they are. I haven't seen a report come out on Fox or Newsmax. To be honest with you, nobody is really coming out and publishing much about it. And I think it's probably because, as Steve told us, they're finding out there's no meat on the bone. (laughs) There's nothing that they can grab onto and turn it into something anti-Trump and those evil MAGA people. Oh my gosh. The scum of the earth. In a world gone mad, telling the truth is a bold move. Your anchor in this sea of chaos is TNN.